Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 263 of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you for being here with me today. I hope life is treating you amazingly well. Today, we are again reviewing hands from the Sunday Million that one of my PokerCoaching.com members played. If you are not a member of Poker Coaching, make sure you go there and get your completely free trial. Today, he has King-10 offsuit under the gun and elects to raise it. Something this uh, player did wrong pretty consistently was open big or like high offsuit hands like king 10 offsuit queen jack offsuit etc from early position and this may not feel like much of a leak because you know king 10 looks reasonable but think about what you're actually doing here you you are essentially volunteering to play out of position with a hand that's going to make mostly top pair bad kicker and you're taking your hand against everyone else at the table this is not a good situation to be in and you would much prefer to just fold if we are going to raise this deep stack, by the way, I'm a much bigger fan of making it about three big blinds in general. As you get shallower, that's when you can consider min raising. All right, flop comes great for Hero. He has king 10. It comes king 10 for two hearts. Hero even has the king of hearts. This hand is fantastic. If you think about the opponent's calling range in the low jack seat, button cut off. Actually, this is under the gun plus two. The very early position, the opponent should have connected pretty well with this board because either the opponent has an under pair that's not going to give you much action at all or some sort of a middle pair better, which is going to call any reasonable bet, or a draw like queen-jack or ace-queen or ace-jack or maybe even a flush draw because there are two hearts on board. So this is a spot where Hero needs to be betting very frequently just in general because this should connect decently well with his range. Um, it really does depend a lot on the opponent's calling tendencies. This particular opponent seems to be a little bit loose. They're playing 33% of hands, which is a lot. So maybe this board doesn't connect quite as well with the opponent as it normally would. But in general, you're going to want to be betting with your best made hands. And this is certainly one of our best made hands, top two pair. So we want to bet. The question is how much. And in scenarios like this, I much prefer a large bet because it's very easy for the opponent to have connected, right? If the opponent will have a very difficult time connecting, like say the board is king 3-2, well there, a smaller bet makes a lot more sense because the opponent's going to have a lot of unpaired hands. Here though, on king 10, the 4 is obviously a bit of a blank, um, but on king 10, blank, the opponent's going to have a lot of draws or pairs that will call any reasonable bet. So I would bet something like 700 in this spot. And our hero makes the classic mistake of just half-potting it. And this is something else Hero did, in my opinion, wrong throughout the whole tournament, is he did not use all of the various bet sizes. Remember, we are playing no limit hold'em, not half pot bet hold'em. And using half pot bets across the board almost certainly leaves money on the table. Because right here, right, if the opponent does have something like a king, he would have called more, more right? He would have called 700, so he would have gotten 200 more chips in the pot with our opponent drawing thin. If he had a 10, same story. If he has a hand like Queen Jack, he'd also call, and he's just putting in more money worse. If he has a hand like Pocket Fives, though, Pocket Fives is not going to call 500, and it's not going to call 700. Now, it may call 300, right? So if you're trying to get called by a lot of marginal stuff, a small bet makes more sense, which is why, if the board was less coordinated, you're trying to get called by marginal stuff, that's why you often want to use a small size. But here, it's pretty easy for the opponent to connect with this board, so we want to bet a little bit bigger. That's just going to make the pot larger going to the turn in the river, which will allow us to make bigger turn and river bets. So the turn is a five, and Hero does the exact same thing. He bets half pot. 
and the thing says a leak. Uh, these types of things just don't feel that costly because, look, Hero's going to win this hand almost every time, and he's happy as can be, right? Because he made top two pair, he didn't get outdrawn, he's going to win the pot. But in reality, he should have won an additional 200 chips on the flop, so that's 200 chips. And then also, if he bet 200 larger on the flop, the pot would have 400 more going into it on the turn. So then Hero could then bet something like, the pot would be 2,400, he could bet something like 1,700 and just continue extracting additional value. So in this scenario, I would have definitely bet bigger on the flop and the turn. And this is something I think a lot of people just don't consider often enough. They think, should I bet or should I check? But there's another important aspect of this, right? It's how much should I bet? And in general, there are a few things you should consider. Um, as you have the range advantage, which we probably do here, you want to be betting more often. As you have the nut advantage, you have more nut hands, you want to be betting more often as well. As the board connects better with your opponent's range, you typically want to be betting bigger, which again leads to big bets. All of these things are happening, right? We have the range advantage, probably, depending on the opponent's strategy. We probably have the nut advantage because the opponent will three bet kings preflop and maybe ace king preflop, whereas we clearly have those in our range. And um, when you're out of position, you typically want to bet less often. And as you bet less often, when you do bet, you usually want to be betting bigger. So in this scenario, everything is leaning towards Hero betting big with his best hands. And this is one of Hero's best hands. So he did not play this one well, in my opinion, even though he bet the flop, as I would have done. I would, I would have bet the flop, but I would have bet a different size. And same thing on the turn. I would have bet the turn, but I would have I made a different size. And these are the kind of things that people will pick up if they are reviewing their hands and they understand proper bet sizing because quite often you just don't see these mistakes, right? Like, yeah, I'm supposed to bet here. So you do. And then you just bet some amount, but you really, really, really need to make sure you are betting the proper amounts. So that's going to be it for today. If you want to learn more about proper bet sizing, head over to pokercoaching.com. We have lots and lots of homework challenges that are in-depth scenarios where we would review a situation like this and ask you, not how do you play King 10, but how do you play every single hand in your range? And you're going to find that very often in this spot, you, you do just want to be betting big. Um, also, one more thing I forgot to, to reiterate. King 10 offsuit, under the gun, you must fold. If you raise King 10 offsuit from early position, you are lighting money on fire in essentially all games. Some people think, oh, but my opponents are really bad, so I can play more hands. It's like, yeah, but you don't really want to be playing more hands from early position. Over at uh, Poker Coaching, we have hand range charts that will show you which hands to raise from each position. I'll tell you what, I'll pull it up right now since we're, we're here. Um, from early position, let me scroll on up. You should be raising not even ace-jack offsuit, right? So we're folding king-queen offsuit, we're folding ace-jack offsuit, which, you know, if you want to be a little bit loose, those are the hands you can raise. But raising ace-10 offsuit, king-jack offsuit, queen-jack offsuit is almost certainly a mistake from early position. Notice you're also not even raising the pairs from early position and not all the suited aces. So really you're just raising the absolute best hands from early position, only 10% of hands. And that's because it's so easy for someone yet to act to actually have something. So when you're taking your hand out of position against everyone else, you want to start off with a pretty nice advantage. So that's going to get for today. Good luck in your games. Have fun. Go get your free range charts over at pokercoaching.com. And I will talk to you next week.